Mel, we talk a lot about our Swiss cheese brains. Yes. I I don't think you have a Swiss cheese brain. <laughs> um, you, Why? <laughs> because you're just like, oh, yeah, I listened to it twice. So let me just basically word for word read off the quotes from this fucking scene. I guess it's selective because, like, I completely forgot to get all the paperwork together to register Valor for school, you know? So, like, I remembered this. <laughs> But I don't remember other things. (laughs) I'm Melody Carlisle. And I'm Sabrina Bradley. And this is Heaving Bosoms. This is the podcast where best friends recap romance novels and other kissing media that makes us swoon, snark, and refills our cups. Whether you've read the book or are coming in blind, we'll lay bare every delicious scene and revel in the tropes and subgenres that make romance amazing. All right, listener, strap in and strap on. Headphones are highly recommended. Okay, there is a photo incoming to you. Oh my god. Because is it like my okay. life has become weird. You just held on to this picture to send it to me live. Yeah, listener, I need a live reaction. We've been chatting about like life stuff for a good ooh, for like over minutes. a half hour at this point. <laughs> yeah. Because like Life's been rough. And can I tell you how Melody is the cutest thing in the entire world, though? I'm still waiting on that picture. No. Why? But last week, so we have been under, like, duress in Arkansas. Yeah. For over a week. Yeah. Like, we are not made for this cold. People are like, why why can't your HVAC unit keep up? Because, bitch, we're not made for three-degree weather here. Frozen water fell from the sky in Arkansas. And, like, things are not okay. It's like a I'm locust a- came. <laughs> I literally had to get a ride to work because the roads are fine, but yeah. I cannot get up and down my driveway yeah. in my sedan. Yep. But anyway, Melody, after I'd already pushed back recording because life is falling apart as I am witnessing, <laughs> messages me and goes, hey, can I call you not to have like a business meeting? Yeah. Just to check in. Yeah. Just friend times. Because guess who's hot water froze? <laughs> These goddamn water temperature gremlins are going to get just, their asses kicked. If I, just I, <laughs> I just need a hot shower. I just need a hot shower, Mel. I'm a, like, I've learned I'm a happy gal. If, if you... I can have a hot fucking shower. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I just want to say that Mel is a beautiful angel. And, oh, I just got a text message. <laughs> it is a photo of the screen of my phone because my <laughs> listener. It looks like a rabbit. Audio listeners, I need you to understand Sabrina's face right now. It's great. That crack looks like a rabbit. So part of my screen broke and... 
It is Mel! A, a sakui. It's a masaka dick. It's a dick with a spur on top. <laughs> it's a rabbit. That it's a cockney balls. <laughs> it's a black cockney balls. I literally permanently on my screen. <laughs> I picked up my phone and that was the first. I was like, what am I looking at? I, like, I was like, is that a space heater? Clearly the phone is here. What is interesting about but, this? And then I went, oh, that's a that phone. That's a penis. It's a misaka cock. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's even got like Dixon. the. It's got a spur on top. It's got a giant. No, it's a little I, curved. You okay. fucking asshole. The last time we recorded and talked, you were like, worst guy. Fucking check that shit out. Oh, bad guy, I, worst guy. Worst guy is so good. I legitimately. <laughs> I, I mm-hmm. could not read. I could not eyeball read. Yeah. For three it's fucking days. Audiobook, you know what I did instead? Tell me everything. I deep cleaned my kitchen because I realized all of my hobbies involve screens. <laughs> I knit while I read. I crochet mm-hmm. while I read. I cross-stitch with a tablet in front of me. I play video games. I podcast uh-huh. with people who are not here right in front of me. Literally, yeah. I do not have a fucking hobby that does not include a screen. And so I listen to audiobooks. Specifically, yeah. I hopped back on the Mate Games War Ooh. and deep cleaned the shit out of my kitchen mm-hmm. for like six hours. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. But like, there is nothing more humbling than listening to some of the hottest sex. Yeah. While you scrub with Clorox wipes <laughs> the detritus <laughs> that comes from heating things up in the microwave without a lid on it because you're a fucking monster (laughs) and can never be fucked enough. (laughs) I live alone! But it does mean that when I let it build up for a while I do just sit there and it's talking about super sexy things and like they're like (laughs) talking about how it goes in and he's spanking her and he's making beautiful like (laughs) words at her face and his fucking Irish accent and you're just like scrubby 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 I wonder what that was what is that red sauce I don't know (laughs) maybe that's the curry I had okay so since I took that photo since I took that photo has it gotten worse so the spur has engorged a bit more. <laughs> and also, Show. this is clearly a, Show me. an ice planet dick because it has started to melt a tiny bit. So that's what's going on over here. <gasps> Your background! I've been trying to find that background for fucking months. It used to be my old phone background. Oh, I'll send it to you. Please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh totally. God. So Rachel Ray made these. Their phone it wallpapers. Was, it was my phone wallpaper for literal years. It and then I been. couldn't find it. Oh, my gosh. When yeah. I got a new phone and I was distraught. I'll send it to you. Huzzah. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Are we going to be matching? We've gotten, like, we've gotten so much done already. And we're only, you know, five minutes into this recording. Yeah. Which is Jet. honestly incredible. Usually you and I have one topic for approximately 15 minutes, and now we've really just <laughs> lambasted listener with 8,000 different topics, an update that's on our lives. when we don't record for a while. <laughs> it really fucking is. It yeah. is. And that's, a, but like, to be clear, that's after 40 minutes. <laughs> Of secrets. Of things that are not fit for public consumption, everyone. (laughs) 
Listen, we read a really fucking good book, but first we have to do Patreon shoutouts. We do have patrons. We have some incredible patrons who joined our Patreon. And so we are going to welcome them right now. So welcome. Hey, thanks. Shelly C and Ever. Danielle and Zoe. Dawn and Stephanie. Danielle and Christina. G. Very jealous. And Amanda. (laughs) Carolyn and Kayla E. And Jennifer. Welcome Thank you to all. the Patreon. Yeah. Thank you Hope for you supporting the Hope you enjoy the chaos. Yeah. Get stoked for, I think last week I put up a reading roundup that you might enjoy. So mm-hmm. in addition and to our Crescent City coverage, we're doing reading roundups. Sabrina, I can't be on the internet, period, the end, until we finish Crescent City's book Crescent two. City? I already had to unfollow, like, two yeah. book groups. Yes. The book doesn't come out for eight days. I know. But but apparently the twist in book two is so big, and, like, there's a thing that got leaked about book three. Like And, and like, I just can't be on the internet because it's on just random shit people are commenting. Like, wild animals. About stuff that has nothing to do with Sarah J. Moss. How fucking dare them just How pop up out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know that I'm going to be able to keep the oath about not reading ahead when we read Crescent City 2. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Have already you started. No, not yet. No, because I, I think I'm going to go from zero to uh, this is my new personality. This is my life now. <laughs> Moving on. Holy fuck balls. His Pretend Baby by Theodora Taylor. Can you believe that I had to twist listener's arm to get this on the rating list? This literally, like, you put it on (laughs) voting long before I joined you Uh as co-host. And that was even before I was announced. Uh Like, months before I I was announced. I put this on the voting sheet um, no less than four times, I think. And then finally, and then finally I had to just be like, y'all bitches are getting it either way. This is my pick. <laughs> How is this book only 210 pages? Yeah, I know. I know. It is tight. This book is tight. Like Theodora Taylor's craft is so incredibly on point. And like, I I know a ton of people who have been Theodora Taylor stands for years. So- and I just haven't do, been able to. Do you, do you want to hear a thing? My shit together, yeah. So I bought this book because it's literally not at any of my libraries, right? And then I bought the audiobook, yeah, because because you did bash your brain, yeah. And then I found out that Theodora Taylor is like hella on Kobo Plus, yes. And so I have signed up, yeah, for Kobo Plus, and I've already downloaded. Like three books by Theodora Taylor. Yeah. Going down a new rabbit hole. And like, I can't. I don't have time for it, but I'm going down it anyway. It it has to happen. It, I, I've done the same thing. It has to happen. It has to have happen. Have you read more of her stuff? I haven't started them yet, but I've got uh, because but my they're library. There. Yes, my library has a bunch uh-huh. of her audiobooks. And I'm like, whoever this goddamn secret romance loving librarian is, like, if you listen to Heaving Bosoms, please email me. Because the couple of librarians I spoke to seemed very uninterested and maybe disapproving of my interest. 
And your borrowing choices Mm -hmm. would suggest there is a romance lover working there. So... I fucking support the hell out of that. God, it's incredible. So, yeah. So, we're going to just open up hot because literally the first line. Yeah. By the way, again, I go into HB books, no idea. Blind. Yeah. Like, because, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Mm-mm. matter if I think it's an interesting synopsis. Mm-mm. I have to read the book. Yep. Well, fucking oh. opening line is, I'm pretty sure my dead ex boyfriend's brother is still scowling at me (laughs) and then we find out they are at the funeral yeah of her dead ex-boyfriend that death is fresh yeah (gasps) yeah so she's there and she like it's it's a pretty impulse decision she sort of rolled out of bed this morning and was like what do i have to wear that's black because I think the only way I'm going to be able to talk to my dead ex-boyfriend's parents is by going to his funeral. And like, I feel like there are other ways you could have done that. You've been at their house, you know, like, you know where they live. You could you could just pop by on a day that's not the funeral. (laughs) No, it was their old house that she went to Thanksgiving at. Oh, does she does she know where they live nowadays? Maybe not. Maybe I. Yeah, maybe not. Okay. All right. Because that's how that's how I took it. I was like, oh, she literally cannot. Gotcha. Gotcha. Get in contact, but but also like, (laughs) I'm sorry. But also like romance reasons. It's It's post. It's also post 2010. We all have Facebook. Even conservative Catholic parents. That's true. Have Facebook. Yeah. Anyway, so. She is there to (laughs) tell this dead man's parents that she is surprise pregnant and he's the father. Uh Uh-huh. And this is like a year after they broke up? Almost a year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I tell you, I didn't, I was not prepared for the end of this book. I'm just going to throw that out right, right now. You know what? This book jumps the shark, but it does it. In kind of a perfect way. <laughs> like I was uh, like, as I soon am, as it happened. <laughs> I am fascinated. I know. <laughs> because I did not Sherlock Holmes this at all. I I knew who was behind the shit that happened, but I did not see where it went coming. Anyway, so she's there <laughs> and You are better than I am. <laughs> So she's like, oh, my gosh, it's my old foster sister, Sophia. She's here because she started dating my ex-boyfriend as soon as we broke up. And she's beautiful and she's perfect. And she's Latina. And, like, of course, like, she's, to like, be clear, so dressed. we are introduced to our heroine. She is tall. She is curvy. Uh-huh. She is black. She has a half-shaved head with, like, yeah. gray ombre hair and braids. Yeah. She is... Pierced all over. Alt, pierced, tattooed all over. She literally followed her favorite band around the country for a year after graduation. Also, she showed up at the funeral (laughs) in a ratty black sweater and leather pants. Yep. Get it, Nyla. Yeah. Great work. Great work. Boy. She's also a um, a child psychologist who works for a uh, women's shelter called Ruth's House, which is apparently from the book right before this. And she loves her job and like she does it because she was a foster kid after her parents died in a car accident when she oh no, in a house fire when she was young. And 
she wants to make sure that other kids can have more of a support network if they're in a well, bad especially situation. because when she was a foster kid she kept giving being given back yeah like they never kept her and she yeah. tried so hard and this becomes like a big thing later in the book but she tried so fucking hard mm-hmm. and just kept getting abandoned mm-hmm. our friend has abandonment issues and like, they are she's like well earned you know like she oh, yeah. really <laughs> So she gets in line, and when she gets up to the parents, she, like, shakes their hands, and they're like, oh, my gosh, Marco would be so happy that you're here. And she says, I'm so sorry for your loss, and also, can we we talk now, or can we get, Mm -hmm. like, a Well, and then immediately, (laughs) Marco's brother, Go, Mm -hmm. is like, "Mm mm-mm, you're coming with me, bitch. He grabs her by the arm. His Uh name is Rodrigo Gutierrez. His nickname is And he Go. literally drags her away and says, no, not okay. You talking with my parents isn't part of their recovery plan. So yes. that's not an option. Uh-huh. I am not a man who appreciates a disruption. No. Especially at my brother's funeral. And Ugh. like, fair. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But he's like, so he's like, You're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to screen you. I'm doing mm-hmm. a screening right now. You tell me what the hell is going on, and then I will decide whether or not my parents need to know. If it fits into their recovery plan, fine. Well, and then we flash back to that Thanksgiving. Because she's met the family one time at Thanksgiving when she was dating Marco. Because mm-hmm. he breaks up with her, like, right after later, Thanksgiving. The Monday after, he, yeah. th- he calls her in, or, like, he's like, hey, can we meet up? And she literally shows up, and she's like... Mm. Hey, I know we don't have to make. It's not this, your favorite like, band. Let's let's not make this weird. Yeah, because while just she's there, me. she does get high before going. By the way, Marco He's is a, a police officer. He is one of those polices. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And everybody. she 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 shows up. She does smoke up before going. She has been warned: don't take off the turtleneck because of the so shirt. You're nervous. like. Yeah, she, of course she is. Because they've got a very, um, they've got a very conservative, like Catholic family, and so she's really nervous about well, it. And it's brought up a couple of times that their parents are immigrants. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they feel some kind of way about alt things. They, yeah, str- like conservative Catholic. With... Yes, uh-huh. yeah, conservative Catholic Mexican family. And they, so she gets there and immediately Rodrigo comes over, Go comes over and everybody's calling him Burger. And so they're like, I, Burger, what? I will say, uh-huh. I, I fucking Sherlock Holmes the shit out of that one. Cause he came <laughs> okay, up. Sabrina. <laughs> Great well, job. I was it so. It wasn't a waving red flag. <laughs> It fucking was because, like, I talked to one of my friends who's read this book, and they're like, "Yeah, I had no idea." Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, apparently, am I just... a lot of people have no idea. Am I just hypersensitive to neurospiciness? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and because I was like, and and sorry, really quick, I don't mean red flag as if it's a bad thing. I mean red flag as if it's very obvious. Like it's a it's oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. neon sign just... is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because they fucking call him burger yeah because he went to get diagnosed maybe with asperger's well he's he as an adult he's on the spectrum yeah yeah and, and this like, was written everyone calls him 
Yeah. And this was written when, like, Asperger's was still a thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. obviously it no longer is. So, anyway, when he comes was over. was this book written? I think, like, 2010, I want to say. Okay. But I don't. That's fine. That. I was just curious because I didn't look it up myself, but I definitely got that vibe just from, you know, <laughs> this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, maybe 2017. I don't know. So, mm. I mean, but well, even still, like. It was still a thing. Yeah. After I'd gone to college. So, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Any hoodles. Any, and he comes over and he's like, Marco, you did not tell us that you were bringing a date that was not in the Thanksgiving plan. And he's like, oh, I decided to bring her along. This, Isn't it great? This man loves a plan. He need, he loves one. He needs it. He And you know what? It. I'm not going to lie. It's a like, I'm not going to be great at following that plan. But it's hot to me. But you having a plan? Oh, my God. That's hot. Me being able to press the easy button on planning? That is sexy. You want to do we, that elbow Are we grease? airing all of our neurospaciness <laughs> together right now? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, but I seriously, am like... Horribly unplanned. My whole life is just a shock one after another. Bit of, yep, <laughs> bit of a chaos uh, storm over here. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, and... I married a, like, capital P planner, you know? Really? Oh, God. Michael is so organized. Oh. He's so, he thinks ahead about everything. He is, like, he's See, a planner. And this is, sexy. like, that, that I don't have a happy medium. Like, if I'm planning, it's because I'm anxious. And the yes, anxiety yeah, yeah, yeah. does say, hey, girl. Yeah. Are you ready to think the whole world? Is falling apart. Are you ready let's to plan think about, for that? Yeah. Are you ready to think about every negative outcome that could possibly happen? Let's plan for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then none of them happen. No. Because an actual planner is like, no, that's not. Why would that ever happen? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I just planned for it, and then we we went past it, and then it didn't happen. It's great. So Wonderful. anyway, he's like, that's not in the Thanksgiving plan. And Marco's like, well, I wanted to bring her over, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, but she smells like weed. And you're a police <laughs> officer. Dude, do you know how fast I would have shit my pants? I mean. <laughs> I would have been out. Like, <laughs> done. Sorry. This was fun. Yeah. Bye. Enjoy your turkey. And I don't know if it's now or it's definitely later, but I think he also maybe says something like this now. But he's like. Also, she's not a person you should be dating. Like, this woman is not your type. This woman is not, this woman doesn't make any sense for you. So I did have questions. Okay. About that. Like, throughout the entire book, people mm -hmm. are nonstop talking about why the fuck is Marco with Nyla? Yeah. Why the fuck is Nyla with Marco? She says it. He says it. Okay. His family says it. And yeah. I'm just, I mean, opposite What's the attract? answer? You know, not enough. She didn't tear open her leather clad heart. So, OK, so here's the other thing. And and I think this might be the answer. And that mm. is that, like, Marco does ask her to keep her sweater on so that his parents don't see her tattoo. I was hoping that wasn't the answer. That's Marco the answer I does. came to is like he likes aspects of her, but he would want her to change. Yes. And I hate hate that oh absolutely he would want to change she he would want her to cover he would want her to tone it down you know well all, so all i literally things. have a quote about uh so 
I can't help but wonder if one of the conversations we'll be having in the months to come will include a follow-up to a casual question he'd asked a few weeks back about whether or not I'd ever thought about, oh. quote, unquote, taking all that out. And immediately I was like, taking all that out of your face. Mm-hmm. As somebody with metal in their face. Same. Right back at you, girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I will not taking it out. That, actually, frankly, I'm looking at an eyebrow piercing and another nose piercing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So get with the program. I know. So they sit down at the table, and pretty soon, Go is interrogating Nyla, and he's like, "That is a perfect word for it." Truly, it's like third degree. What did you do? Where are you from? Why are you doing that? And he keeps on being like, so you went to college for this thing and then you took a low two figures job in something else to like support your boss's dream of women's shelters because you don't have a plan for your own life. And the whole family is like, hey, can we cool it a tiny bit? La, 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 la. And they're like, come on, burger. That I felt very called out in this scene. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Well, but then she starts to register that he's not looking at her judgmentally. He's not listening to any of this judgmentally. He is listening... Thoughtfully. As if he's trying to figure her out. Yeah. He's asking the questions not to be a dick, even though it's coming across that way. It, he's it asking the is. questions. <laughs> it does. It, it fucking really sure does. does. <laughs> if you think that I would have shit my pants getting called out melted for weed, under the table. I would have died. I would have either like, melted under the ha- table or I would have come at, come back just like verbally swinging. I don't I don't I know. would not have. I would I be more know. likely to stab myself in the leg with a fork <laughs> and be like, somebody needs to take me to the hospital. <laughs> there, is there an emergency room near here? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's what would be happening. So she starts thinking about like the ways that he's interacting with her. And then she looks at him and she's like, wait a second. If your name is Rodrigo and you're. Nickname is Go. Why is everybody calling you Burger? She's like, wait a second. Do you have Asperger's? He says, it's a very long answer, but the short answer is maybe no. From what a team of professionals were able to assess a couple of years ago. Thank you. I'm just an asshole with poor social skills and some sensory processing issues. And like he he's up front about this. Yes. The whole way through the book. He's like, I'm a dick. You can't touch me a certain kind of way. Right. Because guess what? I'll like it. I don't like it. And that actually happens when they're talking at the funeral, too. But I don't think yet, because we're still in flashback land. Uh Uh-huh. And so she's like, wait a second. I think it's probably time that your family stops fucking calling you that. And everybody's like, language. (laughs) She's like, no, no. That's also important. Fuck if I want, because you're being dicks. Because you're being awful. And everybody sort of like sinks in their chair a tiny bit. And he says, I don't need to be defended at all, but especially not with my family because they're good people and they loved me. Oh, also, he's a he's a billionaire. He's a tech savant. Well, like and a recent billionaire. He sold yeah. his company, his robotics company. And all of a sudden he's able to buy houses and, and cars and, and mag- taking care he's of his on the cover family. of Wired or whatever. 
So he says, I don't need to be defended. They're good people. They loved me before the money and they love me the same after the money and whatever. And she goes, okay, so this is a great opportunity for them to be better people who don't fucking call you that. (laughs) And this is a reminder that good people. Yeah. Do fucked up things. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they don't even realize it. Yeah. Sometimes they just need a wake up call. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Turns out nobody else calls him Burger for the rest of the night. What? That's crazy. I don't think he gets called Burger ever again. Ever again. But to yeah. her knowledge, it's the rest of the night. Yeah. So anyway, she leaves and she overhears Go ask Marco, like, why did you even bring her here? Like, she does not fit. Like, you you knew she wouldn't fit in this family. And then Marco, like, doesn't even get a chance to respond he sees her and then he's like oh better jet and he takes her home and then they like they you know they meet up and break up Mm -hmm. and he what does he he say something like this isn't part of like oh no no no. not yet so then he starts dating her old foster sister sophia we don't get a ton of details on that yet and sophia apparently blindsided Listener is not going to be blindsided with all the breadcrumbs you're leaving them right now. <laughs> I, I'm not sorry. No, because like literally, you shouldn't be. there are so many times looking through my notes mm-hmm. before we recorded tonight that yeah. I was like, "Wow, Sabrina, you literally highlighted that." Going, hmm, that seems important. Guess so- what, bitch? It sure the fuck is. <laughs> Turns out it was a breadcrumb for you, Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. So anyway, so Sophia asks her, like, are you OK with me dating Marco? And she's like, yes, absolutely. Like, I kind of inside. She's like, I kind of hate it because Sophia is everything that I'm not and never going to be. Like, well, she's, this is she's perfect start... looking and all of and like perfect acting and all of that. Perfect career. Yes. Yeah. 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 On page, she's on page. On paper. She's fantastic. Yeah. But so turns out, and we don't learn what happens until way later in the book, but every time this got referenced, I was like, this is about to be fucked up. And then let me tell you, it was more <laughs> fucked up than I could have ever wow. imagined. That's where it jumped the shark Because Ugh. no, sh- I was already swimming with the chum, I hear my you. friend. I hear and then you. that popped up and I was like, oh yeah, was my God. So she, I think that, wasn't this her last foster family? Yeah. Before she aged out of the system and she thought she was actually going to get adopted. Yeah. And it was just, there was one night where something went everything sideways. Up, yeah. And we don't know what it is. Mm-mm. And if you guessed what it is, you boy, howdy, gold star for you. Yeah, no, if you if you guessed it, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, a lot of months later, Sophia and um, Marco are on a break. And this was hilarious to me. This was one of the only times in the book that I like looked at some phrasing that I think was unintentionally funny and laughed. But Marco and she end up at a Halloween party together and they're mm-hmm. both dressed as robbers. <laughs> which I Uh thought was very cute. And so because of that, they like start talking and they drink a lot of champagne. They end up back at her house and they end up having sex and then wake up in the morning 
And he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. This was a mistake. This was not in the plan. This was not mm-hmm. the plan. I should not have done this. And she's like, oh, that's totally cool for my really, really, you know, super strong ego. Shitty <laughs> self-esteem. Uh, this self-esteem so fine. Can't, can't Her abandonment issues. <laughs> yeah. Her. She's like, this Her is lack cool. of self-worth. Yeah, and he's Her. like, it's nothing to do with you. I just, I really love Sophia, and I, I know that I want to marry her. And she's like, yep, absolutely, know it, and mm-hmm, whatever. And then he says that they were on a break because he says that Sophia wanted him to commit or get off the toilet. <laughs> I did notice that, and I did love that. <laughs> And I was like, I know what he means is shit or get off the pot. <laughs> uh huh. or get off the toilet is hilarious to me. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> what wonderful wordplay. So then she misses a period. Yeah. And she doesn't realize it until she goes to like she's like oh huh i never used those tampons that i bought and yeah. maybe i'm just stressed and then she did go to the doctor and do a pregnancy oh. test and she was like oh fuck yeah so she goes to the police station and she's like hey i have to talk to marco and she's talking to him and he's like thank you the like for coming and telling me i know this was hard yeah um uh, but i appreciate knowing right i'm gonna have to go talk to sophia now yeah I got to go talk to Sophia. Well, and we find out they've been together for a year and he was going to propose to her on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is obviously very off plan. So anyway, now he's dead and she's standing there with go because, oh, I'm sorry. He told (laughs) apparently that was phrased in a in a mildly callous manner (laughs) because Sabrina (laughs) did have quite the. Reaction. Reaction. I was not prepared it. for that. <laughs> so now he's dead. Well, and sorry, moving I, on. I just realized that like he told her he was gonna talk to Sophia and then call her tomorrow, but he never called because he got into a because drunk he's driving dead. accident. <laughs> because he did die. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, he was killed in a drunk driving accident. And well, so And we that find out happened. that he died with an engagement ring. Uh-huh. In his his pocket. I fully thought you were about to say package, and I was like, that's a (laughs) wild way to propose. Nope, that's not at all. It's a dick in a box. Anyway, so we're back in the drawing room of this funeral home or whatever, and Go is like, oh, okay, all right, hold on, new plan. New plan. Well, because so she's kind of hoping, like, the reason she was coming to tell his parents at all is she was like, this is something left of Marco. Mm-hmm. And because she grew up in foster care, like, she's already decided I'm having this baby no matter right. what. She had long decided this at this point. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I wanted to have a loving family. And it's going to have a loving family with these as grandparents. Well, and also, notably, she says that one of the only thing, like one of the biggest comforts she could have gotten when her parents died in the house fire was having something left of them. And that's what this baby would be for Marco's parents. She thinks it is so sad. It's so sad and it's so sweet and it's so like thoughtful. But go points out that like, 
from a different cultural standpoint, like this would actually be just a giant stressor because mm-hmm. instead of being looked at as like something left over of Marco, it would be like, mm, he did cheat on his, you know, almost fiance. And now he he's mm-hmm. going to have a child out of wedlock. Because they're not going like, to care all the that business. they were on a break. No. And they were. That's on not a how break. that works. Right. Yeah. But as far as his parents are concerned, as no. far as the family is concerned, they would be like, that wanton whore. Yeah. No. Ah. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be that judgmental because I think they're they're like better, nicer people than that. But they would still be like, oh, this is a baby that's like out of wedlock and we're super Catholic. Mm-hmm. This is very stressful. Like, yeah. Go says that they had an image of Marco that is very important. Marco was the favorite son and he doesn't want that to be shattered for them. Well, he wants this to is preserve also that. where we get some insight into Go mm-hmm. because Go is like, they don't love me the way that they love yeah. Marco. They they can't. I was a difficult child growing up. They were freshly immigrated. They yeah. didn't have the support system to figure out what the fuck was going on with me. Yeah. Like, and I was hard. I was rough to deal with growing up. Mm-hmm. But because of that. I'm going to make it as easy on them as I possibly can from here on out. And so guess what? Now I have to deal with you. So he says, you're going to marry me. We're going to give this baby my last name. And then we're going to tell my parents that it's mine. Mine forever. Great, great idea. Pretend baby. Yeah. And she's like, what are you talking about? Well, and then we find out that he's had her investigated. So he knows all about her debt. He knows all about her past. He knows all of these different things. And he's like, we have to play this really smartly for the media because on paper, it looks like you are a gold digger and taking advantage. He goes a step further than that, I think. Yes, he does. Later Mm -hmm. on, he talks about spinning stuff for the media. But right now, he's like, what did you expect when you came here to tell me this? Like, what do you want? Do you want money? Because I know that you've got loans. I know that you've got a low five-figure job. Like, I know that all this shit's going on. And I also know that, like, things change. And so, yeah, you might want my parents in the baby's life now, But what if you suddenly change your mind? They have no rights over that baby at all if it doesn't have some sort of, like, legally familial tie. Yeah, you can just take it. Yeah, you can just pack up and go, and they can't So right now you're offering them this piece of Marco that's still left. Mm -hmm. But they would know that you can rescind it at any moment. You could rip it away. Right. And she's like, I would never do that. And he's like, yeah, but we plan for people who would. (laughs) Like, we got a plan for it. So he's like, okay, I'll tell you what. Give me four weeks. You don't tell anybody about your pregnancy. I will go and I will draw up a formal plan. And then I will contact you in four weeks and we can go from there. And importantly. Yeah. He, she realizes that he's hurting. Yeah. Because his brother is dead and yeah. she goes to ta-ta him and he pulls back and he's like, don't ever fucking touch What's me like ta-ta? that. Like pat on the back, snuggle. I, oh, I've never heard, I've never heard that phrase. Interesting. Ta-ta. Apparently it's super Cajun Southern. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because I say it here in Arkansas and people are like, mm-hmm. what is that? And I'm just like, 
Okay, so okay. it's not just me. I'm not the nutter. No, it's not just you. Okay, no, 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 no. It's nobody fucking knows it. <laughs> it's just be, like being taught, taught. Like you taught, taught a baby, or you yeah, taught, yeah, yeah. taught somebody who's having a hard time. Like it's a comfort. But anyway, yeah. so she she goes to yeah, mm. yeah. Never would have used that word, but that's exactly what it is. <laughs> she goes to comfort him, and he's like, yeah. "Don't touch me like that. I don't like being touched like that." And well, she... and you can't hug me without warning me. Like, yeah. you can't do it out of nowhere. That's not how it works. Yeah. And Which, so she backs up and she puts her hands up and she's like, hey, I'm I'm really sorry. You're right. I should have mm -hmm. asked you first. And then he says, yeah, that's not the way it works with me. And then how does this progress from here, Sabrina? Tell and them. then Ooh! I have the quote. Yes. <laughs> because she says, obviously, I'm not going to marry you. I could never marry you. Why not? He asks, as if I'm the crazy one in this conversation <laughs> and not him. Because I barely know you and because I don't really like you. My words are extremely sincere, but they're abruptly cut off when Ghost suddenly pulls me into a tight hold and without any warning whatsoever kisses the hell out of me, crushing his mouth to mine. Maybe it's because it's so unexpected or maybe it's because I'm so shocked by the length and thickness of the erection that's pressing into my stomach. Maybe it's because I did not in my wildest dreams expect a guy as cold as Go Gutierrez. To lay a kiss on me this insanely hot mm -hmm. just so you know listener um this book is spicy and yeah it's great yeah it is so fucking good well so then he pulls back with this self-satisfied smile on his face and he says i think you can marry me i think you can marry me just fine <laughs> like mm -hmm. you're gonna be fine uh-huh. And then she goes to leave and she's like, wow, I've never been kissed like that before. Yeah. Uh, let me just sit in my car for a second. Yeah, she has to <laughs> sit in her process. car for 20 minutes and, and pull herself back together before she can get on the road. Which like so fair. She doesn't tell anyone for four weeks. And mm -hmm. then when four weeks are over, she's feeling like an idiot because he has not reached out and obviously he's forgotten well, and she's about been her. fucking up at work because she can't yeah. focus and all of these things and then her boss who runs ruth house sorry ruth's yeah That's, ruth's house why is a ths so hard it's a tough one yeah. yeah ruth's house anyway she's like oh my gosh i no wonder are you okay and that's sam by the way sam is the owner of ruth's house and, and Nyla's like, just don't fire me, please. I promise I'll be better. And Sam's like, I was not going to fire you. Just yeah. Like, you've been a little distracted. Like, it's fine. And before Sam can even go anywhere, Nyla's like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, I wasn't going to fire you. I just had a conversation with Rodrigo Gutierrez that I needed to immediately talk to you about because it felt it's felt a little manipulative. Off. Yeah, like it's an amazing offer. They literally run a essentially a women and children's shelter. Yeah. And they're trying to open one up in every state. Mm -hmm. And so when Go walks around wagging his dick and his money. Well, because he wants her to move to Portland. They live in Indianapolis. So he wants her to move to Portland and he doesn't talk to her about it. He calls her boss and she's like. He told me that, like, you're having his baby and you want to move out there to work on his project that will revolutionize the restraining order. But it seems like you know nothing about it, question mark. And Nyla's like, yeah, I don't know anything about it. What's happening right now? 
And she goes, okay, it's an amazing deal, but it's not worth it if you don't want to. And like, this is a manipulation tactic. Turns out the deal is 10 Ruth's houses. Why did? Why do I keep doing the thing where I'm the one who says the fucking I'm good with the it. thing? Listen, I'm keep not. Keep it up. Yeah, he wants so, to fund 10 Ruth's houses, one in every all different over the state. country. Yeah. And he also wants to, like, do other stuff and, like, basically continue paying Nyla's salary but have her work out in... Um, Portland. Portland, yeah. Yeah. Well, Zippy Zap, uh, my, we're there. That's one of my favorite chapter openings, though, because she's mm-hmm. like, this fucking bastard. Like, one mm-hmm. Ruth's house I could have said no to. But ten... Like, mm-hmm. you hot genius. She even says, <laughs> maybe one, maybe even two, <laughs> but but ten. Ten? God. Literally 20% of the country, how fucking dare you? Ah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well played. So the next chapter opens with her there, and mm-hmm. all of his minions are like, okay, so we're at the start of the plan for today. Mm-hmm. She's like, I did not read that plan. And they're like, <gasps> like all of their sphincters clench on every single mm-hmm. person she encounters. And they're yeah. like, oh they're my like, God. No, no, no. What do you mean you didn't read it? No, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't. Do- oh, my God. No, don't let anybody hear you say that. And he, they're mm-hmm. like, a really good way to get fired on the first day is not reading the plan. I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's fine. Just show me yeah. what's going on. So they go show her. And it turns out this very creatively named thing is essentially a tracker bracelet that yeah like handles would, a lot of ping robotic if they get shit too close to mm-hmm. the victim and like it's it's really really cool and she's like and she's like i'm going to talk to him yeah, right now i'm so and they're excited like, no, about it but no you can't do that and she's like it'll be fine trust me to be clear listener it was not fine. It's barely not fine. happy about this. Barely fine. <laughs> Turns like, out she, okay, but like uh-huh. barely. <laughs> so she rolls up. They're trying to drag her back like a fucking skit. Yeah. And he walks out of his office with none other than Sophia, her old foster sister. What the fuck? And she's and she's like, they're laughing together, but she can tell that Sophia has been beautifully crying recently. <laughs> very, mm-hmm. very tidily crying. And I'd also like to give you the description of this hot nerd. Yes, please. Because he was wearing a pair of silver glasses today and looks way better than any bearded nerd should in a mm. Viking shifters hoodie, blazer, and jeans. His clothes hug his long trim body so well. I'm guessing some level of custom tailoring went into uh-huh. every item that he's wearing. And let me tell you, I love a hoodie blazer combo. I do. I do. <sighs> Especially a fucking it... geeky billionaire. I know. <sighs> it can be douchey on some people, but when it works. Some people ooh, pull it off. It works so hard. And like, so this is spoiler alert, listener. Um, If you don't want to know what happens in like 20 pages, skip forward like 30 seconds. <laughs> but one of my favorite moments in the book is when at one point he's like, do you know how satisfying it is to watch a tough girl like you fall apart on my nerd dick? I Sir. have that highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> I I read that. I had to put my phone yes! down. I was like, I got all flushed. <laughs> wow. 
Okay. Yeah. So Sophia like nods at her and then walks past and she's like, okay, they sort of look like they were talking about me. If people can look like they've been talking about you, that's what those two look like. So then she goes in and he's like, wait, I thought we were meeting at 2.15. She's like, yeah, but I'm here now. And so he's like, okay, <sighs> new plan. And like he tells his assistant to like move things around to like things accommodate around. her right now. Mm-hmm. They go inside and she can tell he's like a little bit off balance. He doesn't like being off plan. Off plan. But he's like game, you know, he's trying to make it work. So she's like, why was Sophia here? And he was like, she was asking for a donation to your old college. And he's like, it's got a terrible, like, it's got a fine engineering program, no robotics program, but I guess it's satisfactory for child psychology. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, then it turns out that he, he just dropped a couple hundred grand. Yeah. He's like, it's no donation. And she's like, what the fuck? I literally couldn't do a couple hundred dollars without some serious planning yeah can i tell you oh no i'll tell you at the very end what my thought was okay so i want to okay so he's like okay here is my formal plan and he hands her well he hands her another nda first and she's like this is like Mm -hmm. the fourth one i've signed today (laughs) and he's like well and he's like yeah the more you sign the closer you are to sealing the deal yeah and so he hands her a piece of paper that says Nyla and Go's five-year plan. Or like ten-year ten plan. Year plan. <laughs> right. I'm looking at the quote right now. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not reading this. Can you just tell me about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Because he's like, you have to read it. And she's like, I, you can make all the plans you want. I will literally never read them. Yeah. Period. Like, that's Sorry. just not happening. And so basically the plan is that... As far as everybody knows, this baby is his. And to him, it's his. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To him, it will be his. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He also says we'll start trying for a second baby after two years, because if we do that, then you're less likely to steal one child from my family because now there's two to deal with. Yeah, he's like, there's a it's a better chance of you like not leaving, basically. Mm hmm. Okay, I do have a question for you. Okay, tell me everything. Where in this conversation? So, a little spoilery, but okay. they get to their wedding night and she's like, oh no, maybe I should have read the plan. I don't know what's going to happen with sex. I don't know what his expectations are for sex. But it's very clear, <laughs> to me anyway, okay. this is not going to be a sexless marriage. Why? Because we're going to try I'm- for kids in two years? Yeah. What if it's just a sex for procreation marriage? Maybe. Yeah. It just didn't even cross my mind. I was like. I mean, after that kiss, I was like, come on, girl. But, you know, I can also tell. I can also completely understand why she's like, oh, fuck balls. Like, (laughs) I don't know what his expectations are. Frankly, I don't know what my expectations are. Like, what's happening right now? Fair, fair, fair. Anyway, he's like, and then, you know, we'll. We can reevaluate down the road whether or not you Mm -hmm. want to stay in the marriage. And she says, oh, my God, I have a quote that I pulled up. It's the only it's the only quote I have from the whole book. But because it was so happy. I know. I just remember it. Single quote. Uh, Yeah, it's just one one quote. Well, because I just like it's so I, I listened to this book twice. 
So I, I don't have really need more for the most part. Anyway, so she says, like, why do you want to give up on having a loving marriage? Like, why are you doing this? What's in it for you? Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't think I am giving up my chance for a loving marriage. And she's like, why in the world would you say that? And he says, and this is the quote, mm-hmm. someone like you might be good for someone like me. Someone with a background in psychology, someone accepting, someone I believe when she says she prefers to be honest, someone who doesn't run out of the room when I'm honest, someone who's brave, someone who's interesting for me to look at. I tell you how fucking hard I swooned. I'm, uh, I was that. on the floor, basically. <laughs> oh, another thing that like during this whole conversation yeah. that really fucked me up yeah on the the contract was it the change requests yeah because he was like you tell me what you want change like like there's a relationship change request in here before we can move forward and she's like what the fuck does that mean yeah and he's like well we're going to make a committed decision to adjust ourselves to suit the other person and she's like i'm not fucking doing that that's basically everything about me is I'm not changing for you. Right. I'm not changing but for a man. I also don't want you to change for me. Yeah. You like just because you're an asshole with poor social skills does not mean it just means that you're hanging out with the wrong people. You need somebody who will. Yeah. She says you're not you. hurting anybody. And mm-hmm. he and he he gets this like look on his face and the one qualm if I had a qualm about this book, the one qualm mm-hmm. I would say is the amount of times that he's described as like buffering, you know, like he's a computer who can't compute and like he's a mm. robot and he's a, a you know, like all this person, this stuff that a lot of people on the spectrum are pigeonholed as he does get described mm-hmm. as a lot that mm-hmm. I, I didn't love that, but I understood, I guess why, um, and I guess I it think, fit with like his profession too. I think one, because you and I are both sensitive to neurospicy things. Yeah. And two, probably in some form or fashion it was a while on ago. the spectrum, it was a lot. Cause like I don't need that constant reminder. Yeah. Like I, but also I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. So like, <laughs> no, totally. I don't, I don't need that reminder because don't worry, I see myself in him and quite a few ways and so like Absolutely. i don't i don't need a constant reminder that he's buffering yeah but I, also I also buffer i know i know but i, I think that i, I, also I, I think understand. that somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience or friends yeah would need that reminder that he's not just a fucking sex god billionaire yeah you know that's that's fair that's really fair so anyway he gets this look on his face and and one thing I really did like, though, was the very specific physical descriptions. Like she says that he'll rock back and forth like twice mm-hmm. and then and then look as if he schools himself to like, oh, yeah, stop on. Boys purpose. got kicks. And the hardest thing about podcasting. Yes, is not moving around, is not fidgeting mm-hmm. and like tapping things. I have a fidget cube. Yeah, I have one on this desk. I have one on my desk at work. And I have one that I keep in my car because, like, I just need to be doing something with yeah. my hands. Yeah. Podcasting. Can't do those things. Got to right. stay not right. making noise. 
Absolutely. I really yeah, liked felt- that, though. Like, the very specific, physical, like, put put us in the room descriptions instead of, like, the robotic metaphors. How the fuck did I see him so clearly in 200 pages? I know. Like, this is less than 100 pages in, and I was like, I can see this man. Like, yeah. literally in my mind's eye. I don't need... And usually that's not the case. Usually, I like, there's a... I think we've talked about this. Like, it's just a a blobless form, Mm -hmm. whatever. No. This man was in my brain crystal clear. Yeah. Anyway, so she says, like, more than my not wanting to change for you, I don't want you to change for me. And he says, he looks at her and he says, I've never signed a relationship contract that doesn't have change requests. And she says, then you've been signing contracts with the wrong people. I don't want you to change, but I also need you to know that, like, like I will respect your plans as long as you will respect that sometimes I will have to deviate from them, essentially. Is this where we learn her nickname in high school was Lil Dis? Yeah, I think For, so. For, like, Lil Disruption. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is, like, so cute. It's so cute. And he loves it. And then Zippy Zap. Zip. We're married. Yeah. They got married and they're having a big old publicity thing. And we are entering it with her having a fucking panic attack. She passed out in there Mm -hmm. because she's not a liar. It has been made very clear that she does not lie. She hates it. She's been burned by lying in the past. It makes her feel gross and grungy and disgusting. Mm -hmm. And she just can't do it. And then having to stand in front of she also doesn't like being looked at. Yeah. Like watched and she passes out yeah she like like collapses a tiny bit so he is like everybody out of the room i want to talk to her and one of the sweetest things in the whole wide world is he says he says okay full disclosure is this reaction to the question about what it feels like to be married to me and she says what no 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 it has to do with the lying and and i don't like being looked at And he says, oh, you don't like being looked at and you have all these piercings and like alt vibes. That makes sense. And she goes like in her brain, she's like, anybody else would, I think, say that sarcastically. I expect it to be Mm -hmm. said sarcastically, but it's not. He says it like he understands me. And he looks at her and he goes, it's armor. And she says, yeah, like that's, that's exactly what it yeah. is. And nobody's gotten that before. Also, Mel, um, what's up? We talk a lot about our Swiss cheese brains. Yes. I, I completely forgot to get all the paperwork together to register Valor for school, you know? So like, I remembered this, <laughs> but I don't remember other things. <laughs> okay. Okay. Kind of like how I can still word for word with just a single tune mm-hmm. saying all of that one under my skin album by avril lavigne from 2002 yes. <laughs> like i have all those lyrics on lock don't fucking ask me to integrate i have a fucking math degree and don't yeah. fucking ask me to integrate without a reminder <laughs> incredible anyway anyway so she i just had very to I just, I just had to ask because as Thank the you. words were leaving your mouth i was like I think Melody is a fucking liar. (laughs) 
I love you so much. That makes me feel so good and competent and stuff. I I did finally you get are. those forms together, so it's everything's mm. fine over here. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, so she doesn't like people staring. They have this conversation because this is all caps or not all caps, but capitalized the reveal plan yeah because they basically what they're saying is they met over thanksgiving Mm -hmm. had a whirlwind romance Mm -hmm. and decided spontaneously to get married and oops we're pregnant right which like there's a lot of holes in it's in, fine in here. Whimsy, whimsy, whimsy. The whimsy, whimsy, say. whimsy. Sure, man. Mm-hmm. Whimsy, whimsy, uh, whimsy. Well, so, but it's great because he's squatting in front of her and he says, okay, all right, everybody, new plan. And then he just leaves the room and she realizes that he's going to do the entire announcement by himself. So that she doesn't have to stand uh, there and lie. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, my God. Is And also, right before he leaves, he, like, squeeze. He gives her an arm squeeze. Mm. And it's, like, nice and firm. And mm-hmm. she's like, I want to lean into it. I want to, like, melt into his lap, basically. And it's mm-hmm. the only time he's touched me all day. Because, listener, I need, I need to talk about this for at least 19 hours. They didn't really have a wedding. But what they did no. do was have a hipster as fuck photography mm-hmm. tour where like mm-hmm. they they took pictures in front of like Portland art and then they Pigs. like stood on one side on either side of an organic pig from an organic farm. The and like freak and the geek fall the, in love. The freak and the geek. And like she's in the, it's it's like a peach lacy dress and she's got all of her, you know, hardware in her face. And he is like when they're standing next to the pig, they both look incredibly uncomfortable in like the and most not adorable certain what's way. going on. Yes. Also, can I just say how much I love the term hardware for uh piercings? Because it hmm. does make me feel like a little DIY queen. Yeah. I need, I need that pump up. I'm like, oh, yeah, hardware. Mm. Yeah, this is yeah. my hardware. Got that? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Got that. Of yeah. note, mm-hmm. this chapter ends, though, with her listening to him out there talking to all of those people. And she says he was right about one thing. He's a lot better than me at lying. Dun dun dun. Dun, 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 dun. And then don't worry, I did promptly forget all about that line (laughs) and just roll into the rest (laughs) of the book and then was blindsided. Whimsy, 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 Sabrina said. (laughs) I whimsied so hard in this book and loved every fucking second of it. Right? Especially when it fucking slaps you. So the next chapter, they are in his teched out house that literally announces everybody's movements. I, do you know how fucking fast nightmare? I turn that shit off? <laughs> it's a nightmare. Melody Carlisle has entered the living room. Sabrina Bradley has yeah. entered the garage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that. my favorite, though, is later on when shit's going down and suddenly... This the computer goes from entering and exiting and all that kind of verbiage to this bitch is running up the stairs. <laughs> That's so funny what? to me. <laughs> like she's going heads up, she's going real quick from room to room. She's gonna get there faster than you're expecting it. <laughs> it's so okay. funny. Anyway, okay, I'm so sorry. So, oh my god. 
when we get there, I do have to bring up Disney Channel original movie Smart House. Ooh. Because, like, I'm a tech person. Yeah. I don't have a particularly smart house because Mm -hmm. that movie scarred me. Really? As a youth. Is is it like a Disney horror movie? (laughs) No, it's like... It's a fun movie where they move into this smart house and like you go up and you're like, hey, I'm ready for breakfast. I haven't watched it, to be clear, in probably 15 years. But like you go up and it's like, hey, ready for food. And it just like food pops out. And it turns out the AI is an AI and starts learning and growing. And she just cares so much about her family Uh and taking care of them. Uh And you can't leave. Oh, no. Because it. It is a Disney horror movie. That sounds like, like a Disney clear. horror movie. <laughs> it fucking is. It fucking is. But it do- did show up at movie time at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. on fucking Disney Channel on the regular. And like a lunatic growing up, anytime <laughs> it was on, I was horrified by this movie, but watched it every fucking time it was on. Love that. And it did, did make me think about that because like she absolutely would have been like, oh, yeah, you're going you're going quicker. You're running. You're running. Yeah. Gotta go. Gotta Just go. Gotta go. Stairs. Oh, my God. Fuck that. So anyway, anyway, she tries to, like, approach him, and he is doing emails on his stationary bike. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have 30 more minutes of work, and then I will be able to give you my full attention. Uh-huh. Wow, what's up, Sabrina? I just have quotes coming up, oh, and I'm real okay. excited about great, them. Great, great, great. And so she starts thinking to herself, like, I don't really know what the pl- like, I don't know what to expect tonight. I don't know what the plan is, literally. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I guess I'll go get ready for bed. Uh-huh. And then she does go into that fancy fucking closet. Well, so she goes up and it's like, uh, Nyla Gutierrez, Weathers Gutierrez is entering the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Nyla Weathers Gutierrez is entering the closet. And so she goes into the closet and it is just one wall of hoodies and chinos and blazers mm-hmm. and some a bunch of fancy shoes and why was it so sexy it was so <laughs> capitalist and so sexy love a man who knows what he likes and he's like these are the fabrics that i enjoy uh-huh. yes you neurodivergent king <laughs> so yeah she's doing that and then she's just kind of fucking around and then all of a sudden <gasps> from behind her he pops up out of fucking nowhere out of while a mirror. she's because she's putting on, she put on her sexy lingerie, which is not, uh, not at all lingerie at all. It is what sparkly silver tank top and shorts or something like that with skulls on it. Uh huh. Because yeah. she's a little alt motherfucker, Love and she's her. she is so fucking. Do you know? God, oh my god, oh my god. I am just. We need to stop reading <laughs> so many books where I am just so gay. <laughs> like. <laughs> Sabrina, I don't think that's ever going to happen. It's not. And that's one of the reasons we keep reading. (laughs) I know. I know. It really is. Oh, boy. But so he pops out and he is wearing nothing but a towel. And she's like, how you're clearly just washed. Why? Why are you not more wet? And he's like, I took a bath because showers are too loud. Mm hmm. And now I'm here in all of my fucking geeky nerd glory. Y'all. Covered in tattoos. And they're like sexy circuit board robot tattoos all over his body. Do you know how 
Why fast I would cream myself. I mean, I think I have a notion. As fast as she did, yeah, for as sure. Fast as props, I would. Wow! And then she like walks up and she like goes to touch him and then remembers like, oh no, I can't touch you. And he says to her, "You can touch them, yeah, but press hard. Yeah, I don't like light touch." And so she's like grabbing him, like and just like him. kneading and groping on him. Yeah, and then he says, "Yes, Nyla." Just like that, on a sharp inhale of breath. Uh huh. Yeah. And then Nyla, this horny bitch, tweaks a nipple. She just goes straight for the tweak. Wow. Bold move, Nyla. Bold. Move. <gasps> and he like grabs her and he's like, Nyla. It's not That's in the plan. not in the wedding night plan. Yeah. Fuck. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's like, well, are you coming to bed? And she's like, yeah, at some point. Um, we really should have talked about it before, but I didn't even think about it. And I just need to, like, get on board with, like, sexless mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. He's like, sexless? Why would you think this would be a sexless marriage? And she's like, well, we didn't really, like, you kind of did when you did tell me to stop tweaking your nipple. Um, and, like... You didn't touch me all day except for that one arm squeeze and, like, the only other time was that kiss. But, like, that doesn't really count because, like, emotions were on high. And he's like, Nyla, it counts. It all counts. And, and then, then he, he reaches out the ever and grabs loving life face out of her. <gasps> and it's so hot. And he's hard and we can feel him. Yeah. And, and then when then- he pulls back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell us everything. He said he so it feels like he's consuming me as he takes possession oh. of my lips, his heavy erection pressing into my belly. Do you see why I couldn't let yes. myself touch you? He demands when he finally lets me up for air or let you touch me like that? Not yet. Before I can answer, he rasps out, turn around. <gasps> he spins me around and yanks down my shorts. Yeah. Close your eyes. Don't look at me. Don't touch me. And then he does start like kneading on that pussy. And she can feel his wedding ring against her clit. And she does open her eyes in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And in the mirror, he is like gripping her throat with his fucking sexy tattooed (sighs) arms all over the place. And And he's he's like nuzzling into her neck a bit and fingering her. And then he says... This is how it is with me, Nyla. I don't like being touched. I like doing the touching. Mm-hmm. And uh, yowza. And then, but yes, he and but to finish that quote, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't touch nice, yeah. so I have a routine. And then he sticks his big old geek cock into her. He just impales her without a uh-huh. lot of warning and it's and then, fine because she's ready. He, it's okay. And then he growls into her ear, close your eyes. This will be over before it even begins if you keep looking, looking at, at me, me like, like that. that. <gasps> Listener, are you ready for the plan? The plan was to sweetly go go to bed. Pick her down real good. No, it in was bed. to go to bed. Let her get used to him. 
I and planned then, to be nice. Yes. And like, like do it Marco. Nice like Marco, which like I didn't need to hear that. In, I didn't either. And then he says, though, but then it got 8,000 times sexier. Melody, yeah. I think the sexiest thing in the entire book is what I'm about to read to you. <gasps> yes. Because I literally read that line and went, oh, Mel would have liked that just as much as I did. Because <laughs> he says, let you adjust to me slowly. I plan to be nice like Marco. Then feed you ice cream afterwards. I mean, sir, stop. Talking I so dirty. Feed me, you dirty boy. <laughs> I literally, I read that and I went, oh, me and Mel are feeling the same type of way right now. <laughs> like I was already, I was already into it. And then he's like, we're just going to have an ice cream um, spritz at the end of the, at the end of this. I'm just going to feed you fucking ice cream that I already prepared and I've got in the freezer for you, especially for that's you. That's the sexiest goddamn thing I've ever heard. How dare you, sir? And like, and this is after... This is after he just like rails her against a counter in the bathroom so she can watch it in the mirror. Well, like and he's like, she's like, I didn't think you wanted me that way, especially now that I'm showing. And then he growls into her neck. My wife, my baby, I want you, little this. We wouldn't be here if I didn't want yeah, you. Yeah, I Gosh, gosh, gosh. I say unto wow. you. Wow. So then he's he's yeah. in there and he's like, how could you think I didn't want you? Do you know how fucking crazy you make me? I want you. I want to fuck you and suck you and touch you fucking everywhere. Calculus test seventh grade. Falling stock prices. LASIK. Fuck, it's not working. You've got to fucking come, Nyla. Right now. Come. Because he's trying to fucking... He's trying to fucking think of England. Yes. And he can't. Because she's too so hot. It's too much for him. <laughs> she's... <laughs> well, and then he, she comes and he mm-hmm. says, now you can touch me, Nyla. However you want. Because at this point, they have migrated from bathroom on counter and mirror to, to bed. bed. Mm-hmm. And then they just have some sweet, sexy bedtime stuff. And then she is both of us. Yeah. Because she says, then I sober, remembering something important he'd said back in the bathroom. Wait a minute. Wait, did I hear something about ice cream? (laughs) And I've never felt more seen by my fucking character. I thought somebody said ice cream earlier. And (laughs) I'm just not super sure. You know he'd have the most delicious lactose intolerant ice cream for you, Mel. And this man, for me, would literally just whip out a gallon of Dutch chocolate bluebell yeah. and pop that top and hand yeah. me a spoon. Absolutely. Also, do not try to get his organic honey vanilla because he does not oh. share. Absolutely not because we have zippy zapped either. into the kitchen, friend. Yeah, I don't share and he's either, like, so we're good. Really? No, I do. I do, sort of, but I, but a I lot was, of times it's I was going to be begrudging. shocked. I was going to say, like, I feel like you'd give in. I feel like he would be like, he would stab you before he would let you take. Yeah, that's true. Anything no, off his I plate will. or out of his bowl. I will, but I might, like, I'm, I might 
th- there might be a bit of a hesitation and it might be very painful for me. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining you laser eyeing a hand creeping across the counter while you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. So one time, do it. One time when I lived in Illinois, (laughs) Tanya, my friends, Tanya and Ben made me an entire vegan chocolate cake with like a chocolate glaze on it. And it was the richest, most delicious thing. And it was, you know, it was a good size cake. It was like a foot by a foot or something. And they brought it to a speech team meeting and they like presented it to me and it was so sweet and I felt so special. And then um, it seemed like other people wanted to have some. (laughs) And that was very foreign to me because it was a cake made especially for me, though. Do you not share your... I did share... Oh, I did share some. Okay. Shared some. Okay. (laughs) Then, later on, I was in one of the side rooms coaching a kid with my cake in front of me. And (laughs) this girl, whose name will remain unmentioned for her sake and mine, probably. (laughs) She comes in. She's like, I heard there was cake. And I was like, there is cake. She's like... (laughs) Oh, can I? And she like comes in, and like apparently the look on my face made her pause. <laughs> and she you were like, "Touch this cake at your own risk." <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard the term "bloody stump"? Because that's might be your future. <laughs> you haven't heard that phrase? Touch this, and you'll pull back a bloody stump. I had not because you chopped the hand off. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I get it. I think it's yeah. cute that. You assume there's a. Ch- I think there's chopping involved. I feel like you just barely. <laughs> all over that stuff. I don't want to taint the cake. You know, I don't want to get your blood in my mouth. Well, that's why for the cake. That's why you get to the hand before it gets to the cake. Hello? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You don't wait until they're about to take the cake. So then, finally, <laughs> she like hesitated and then pulled back and then came forward a little bit more and then pulled back and I was like. Would you like some of my cake? <laughs> just that's like, the most yes. passive. Ag- that's not even passive aggressive. No, that is like fully aggressive aggressive. Feral, feral coyote woman <laughs> protects live prey. <laughs> like freshly killed prey on the I fucking <laughs> savannas. What the fuck, lioness? Okay, this poor lady walked away so confused. But she did have a piece of my fucking cake. So, like, maybe she can just deal with it. (laughs) The fact that you still remember this in such detail tells me that this was a um, a proving memory. It was one of those moments where I was like, not proving. Am I the asshole? You know, because like and I look back on it and I'm like, yeah, it's a foot by a foot cake. That's not a, a single surfing. To most people. I mean. <laughs> but to me. I don't know. I was like, this is a cake I'm going to eat over the next hour by myself. <laughs> when I saw it. <laughs> this is a special cake that Tiny and Pet made for me, Melody. <laughs> and it doesn't have your name on it at all. And it's not your birthday. Okay, but like, I feel that. Because like. <laughs> You ever go to restaurants and like something you order is so delicious mm-hmm. and there's just not enough of it and yeah. people are like so this is 
I, I, I have a confession. Ooh. I'm a huge fucking hypocrite. Because I want to have a bite off of literally every other person's yeah, plate Yeah, and at don't the touch table. mine, though. But don't touch mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I don't even care if I, if I barely know you. I'm like, <laughs> can I try that? Like, can, I, can, can I have a bite of that? Actually, that's not true. I do offer my stuff. So actually, no, this is not true because I offer my food. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, can I try that? You can try mine. Uh huh. And then the minute I get the bite from them, I do regret it as I watch <laughs> the food leaving my plate to go to theirs. I'm like, look at it. Did go. I want Farewell, did I want friend. To, <laughs> did I want to taste their food badly enough to trade? The answer is always yes, because I am gluttonous, <laughs> but I'm truly gluttonous because what I really want is like a tiny little bread plate with a little bit of everybody else's Ooh. food. And then my whole plate. To yourself. That's yours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hear, I, I hear that. I have ordered a second order if I like it enough. Yes. So I can take the rest home with me and nobody else touches it. It's yeah. mine. Get away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway, anyway so he doesn't share doing... and that's yeah. fine with everyone <laughs> that's a hell of a tangent that we just went on so he's looking at her and she makes a comment about how he's doing this to make his parents happy to like fix the family mm -hmm. to do all these things and he's like i don't like it when you fucking do that well he doesn't say fucking i added that yeah he's that's classy. our flair that's our yeah you know, really creative he's like flair. i don't I don't like, fuck you. No, I, I mean, like I said our, because we both do it. I know. <laughs> so he's like, I don't like when you do that. And she's like, do what? And he's like, pretend like I'm only doing this for my parents. You, you were would up not in be here. Bedroom? You if saw? I didn't want you here. You were here when I was a fuck gremlin. Yeah. That made you come real hard in the mirror. Yeah. Ma'am. You That's think I talk about word. LASIK when Listener? I don't like someone? surgery yeah. scalpels <laughs> eyeballs it's not working it's fucking come um yeah. <laughs> anyway so well, then so then the next morning they cut it short because he's yeah. upset oh, about yeah. it and so he cuts it short and they go up to bed and she's like i like some comfort after sex and he's like i don't I don't, I don't like don't do that, that at all. And he's like, can we just, she's like, can we just hold hands? And he's like, yes. And then he grips her hand real hard and they yeah. do fall asleep. Yeah. Holding hands. But then she has to pee in the middle of the night. And I then, can't believe you almost just skipped to the next morning. I know. How <sighs> dare I? Oh my God. So she has to pee <laughs> in the middle of the night and she hears like a groan after she does her business and she can't figure out where it's coming from. And then she realizes it's from the shower, the room that has the shower in it. And she she opens the door and looks inside, and it's him with one hand against the wall, the other working himself over. This is the sexiest fucking scene. I it's one day. I like I I just I read that this happens so much in romance novels, and I cannot wait for one day my own tax deductible ass to be <laughs> in one that arm yeah. in that pose <laughs> in a fancy fucking shower, and mm -hmm. I can just walk in and do my damnedest to glug lug like a champ <laughs> because that's what she does 
So he turns around <laughs> and he's like, Nyla, oh my God. Yeah, this was not the plan. This is, you shouldn't be here. And she just hits her knees. It's great. Yeah. It's great. And then it is. And then before mm-hmm. he does he come? No, he doesn't come. He pulls out in order to fuck her. No, because he's wall. like, I no, don't fucking look at me like that. Cause oh, she yeah. looks up at him <gasps> with his cock in her mouth yeah and he really likes the way her tongue piercing feels on yes. the underside of his cock and he's like i want to feel you and then he just like picks her up and grabs her and then yeah bangs her against the wall real good yeah and then oh god and then go go come on go i get it but also come on yeah he's so, like you need to sleep in the other room this was not the plan <laughs> and i can't sleep when you're next to me because you're so i sexy. know that you are currently full of my cum because i was touching myself to the thought of you because i need i should have had you put clothes on because i just literally can't function but also like i have to sleep and like honestly i've never felt more seen i need i have sleep requirements he says i have sleep requirements Mm -hmm. and you do not fit within those and so i need you to sleep in the side room and she's like Mm -hmm. oh she kind of like shrivels Mm -hmm. a tiny bit but she just like turns on her heel and goes Mm-hmm. And she doesn't expect to see him the next morning because he normally gets up at like five. He's at work for five thirty in the morning. Yeah, good lord, go. But she rolls over and she gets up, and he's just sitting in the chair in the corner like a fucking gargoyle. <laughs> he's just. I'm sorry. Did you mean a gogoyle? A gogoyle. Very cute. Oh my god, he's so cute. And- She's like, what are you doing here? Like, this is very, ah. And he's like, I couldn't go to work. Yeah, go, go, go. I couldn't go to work. I tried, but I couldn't. Why not? I was too afraid to go. Why were you afraid? Because if I went to work, maybe I'd come home and you wouldn't be here. I'm concerned you wouldn't stick to the plan, especially since you haven't read it. A bunch of stuff you do isn't in the plan, but you leaving me. The saddest look passes over his face. That's really not in the plan. Oh. Oh. And and she says, Baby. Go, I've got a lot of issues, but running is not one of them. I, okay, I fucking loved that. Same. Like, she's like, you have problems. I have problems. Yeah. But, like, I'm not just going to fucking give up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're it's, so precious. They're so wonderful. And so he's like, my assistant asked me if I wanted to go on a honeymoon with you. And I said, no, because of course I wouldn't. Why would I want to go on a honeymoon with you? Except that now I really want to go on a honeymoon with you. So I think new plan. <laughs> and she's like, what? what? So he, he's like, I can't stop myself from wanting you. This has never been a problem for me with any other girl. But you're what the tech industry loves and hates the most. A women's shelters manager? (laughs) Which had me laughing. (laughs) A major disruption. Nyla, you're majorly disrupting my life. And for the first time ever, I'm finding it hard to have a problem with that. I guess he shakes his head as if this were the most out there concept he's ever encountered. I guess I want to live here with you. See where this goes more than I want my robots to stay in their boxes. Because to be clear, listener, we did learn that he had an ex-girlfriend who took a robot out of a box and put it in a different room and he did immediately dump her. And they'd been dating for like three months and he immediately dumped her, told her never to come back. And Sabrina, (laughs) 
I have also never felt more seen. Same. Because there was a moment when I was dating someone and they got me a heart-shaped necklace for a gift and I just broke up with them. Because if they got me a heart anything, they didn't know me at all. <laughs> like, it's okay. They didn't try I at have all. Had... <laughs> so I'm I'm not married, obviously. Yeah. I'm not in a relationship. I have been in six relationships in my life. Uh-huh. One of those people I literally told I'm too busy. We've been together for almost 10 months, and I fully had a go Gutierrez moment. Because I literally looked my partner. I was so young. Yeah. I looked my partner dead in the face and I was like, right now, I have four things in my life. I have work. I have school. I have satellite building club. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I have you. <laughs> I only have I time only for have three. room for three. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I think there's a reason that I'm re- reading this book and going, oh, oh, no, I, mm, I do feel I do see myself in this because like exchange out satellite club for robotics club <laughs> and like, yeah. yep, same brain. Yep. Yeah, you know. I just don't have a plan, which is why, obviously, I'm not a billionaire yet. <laughs> so they go on this honeymoon and it's yeah. He leaves all of his devices at home so that he can just focus on them and relax. And they tried to read like read like physical books next to each other a couple of times. Okay, I was laughing so fucking <laughs> hard you. at that line. Because <laughs> okay, so the the plan his disturbing habit of referring to paperbacks as physical <laughs> books aside, he's totally right. Because they had agreed that they 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 he tried to make a plan and she was like okay let's do it but um I have a quote for you Melody yes because I was so prepared for this okay. whole honeymoon because <laughs> she says and this is the opening to this chapter taking a newly planned vacation with Go turns out to be pretty painful for the sexiest reasons possible <laughs> the biggest surprise is he doesn't bring any tech along. Not so much as a tablet, which means he can't make any multi-point plans for work we're going to do exactly when. And that means he's spontaneous as fuck. And I do mean as As fuck. fuck. (laughs) Like inviting me on a beach run with him, only to pin me down in the sand before we're even a mile in. Dude, you know goes a freak. He's like, like, let's fuck it. I'm going to rail you backwards, sideways, upside down to Sunday. Yeah. Like... I don't have a plan. And And so guess what? The plan is making you scream my name and then coming all over you and inside of you. Forever. Forever. For as many minutes of the day as possible. Well, because she distracts (sighs) him from reading physical books. She just straight up shoves her hand on his pants, Mm -hmm. his board shorts. And he's like, this isn't the plan. And he's like, this isn't the plan. (gasps) Horny. Yeah. Mm, Oh, here we go. And she's like, oh, well. Sucks to suck. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Actually, wait. One last quote. The truth is, nothing in the world has ever made me feel as powerful as ruining this beautiful man's plans in the nastiest ways possible. And then he does spank her. Yes. Because she's being naughty. She's being naughty. She's She's being a disruption. And she's like, whoa, (laughs) hold on. And like, I did not say what's happening. And he's like, no, no, no. Just let me do it a few more times. I think you're going to like it. 
in a couple more slaps. Mm-hmm. And she does. Oh, and then she starts riding his leg a little bit. And he's like, are you writhing in pain or trying to stim- stimulate your pussy on my lap? And he says, she says both. Mm-hmm. And he says, poor Nyla. You know how I can help with that pain. All you have to do is ask. Ooh. And then she does beg him. Yeah. And they have just some hot sex in a chair. Yes. Hot chair sex. But then apparently shit goes sideways back at the homestead. And so they are called back to Portland. And nobody will tell them what exactly is wrong. So when they finally get back. Wait, because I yeah. feel like we can motor through yeah. a lot of stuff through to the end. I think so, now too. It's just gonna It's just going to be like plot, 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 plot. Yeah. And just discussing things. And how I was not a Sherlock Holmes. I felt like I got slapped in the face. <laughs> every other page. <laughs> he says, Mel. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it does to me to watch a cool, tough girl like you come all over my nerd dick like that? You fucking melt me, Nyla. I seriously don't know how to handle what you do to me. Earlier in the scene, he tells her, need you to come. Love how, like how heavy your hips are. You feel so good on top of me because she's like thick. She's bottom heavy. She says she's like thinner on top, thicker on bottom. Yeah, and not and so a lot of his ex girlfriends like, have looked like her. Well, because he always dated for practicality in the past, yeah. and now he's like, oh, oh, this is it. Oh, no, I mean, this is you. it. Oh, and then, yeah, last quote. <clears throat> Just because I swooned so fucking yeah, hard. Please. Okay, so he tells her, well, so I don't know how, how to handle what you do to me, and she's like, me either, and he's like, She's like, you just sometimes go on vacation, whatever. And he says, not me, Nyla. I don't take unplanned vacations. A month ago, I wouldn't have been able to imagine taking a week off. A month ago, work was like breathing to me, the thing that has come to me most naturally. Now, all I want to do is spend time with you. Robotics has been my lifelong obsession. Now, I can't even concentrate long enough to read one chapter of a book if you're sitting next to me. It feels like a virus has gotten into my system, and I don't know how to get you out, and it's fucking with my head. You are so unplanned, Nyla. And she says, I like you too, go. And he says, I don't just like you. I really like you. I think I'm, I don't know hyper-focusing on you like I do with my plans and my AI work, but you're not a robot. You're a human woman, and I'm afraid I'm going to scare you away because I don't just like you. I unhealthily like you. I smile softly because he has no idea. Actually, I didn't even know it until that moment. But I've been waiting my whole life to have a guy be as terrified of me as I am of him. Yeah. I unhealthily like you, too. These two... These two. Their broken parts are so complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. And like the way, I don't know, they just understand each other in a way that is really, truly beautiful. But now yeah. it's the third act. And so something has wow. to happen. They go We're home. about to fuck a motor. This shit fucked me right up. Same. Say, especially when, when she came out in the first couple of paragraphs of that fucking epilogue. I was like, epilogue? Taylor, are we breaking up? <laughs> okay, so here's the, thing. here's the thing. We'll get there. So we um so they go home and we find out that like their business is splashed everywhere. 
apparently, like, somebody sold their story and all the dear, dirty details to his competitor in Japan. And now... Well, and it looks like she did. It looks like Nyla did. Yeah. And turns out his assistant was like, are you sure you want to go? Because, like, are you going on this honeymoon? And he said, yes. Turns out it's because the assistant was fucking telling him, hey, it she doesn't got money. Look good. Yeah. From somebody. And also, like, eh. There's a, yeah, there's a payment, a big giant payment that went into an account. Was that like 600K? I don't, it was a metric fuck ton. I mean, to be clear, this reminds me of, nope, I'll tell you at the end. Okay. The twist. (laughs) Fucking A. I know, right? Actually, it reminds me of the same thing. And we will get to it. The same thing? Yes. The <laughs> same thing. It's a it's a it's a three of a three. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter. Okay. We'll, we'll okay, talk we're getting it. We're getting we'll it. Later. I we're like how later. you and I this, like, oh no, it's almost like this is an audio medium and you and I are making like eyeballs at each other. Like we weren't even speaking, just like looking deep into each other's eyes. Uh-huh. Okay, so then okay. he confronts her, and he's like, you sold my story. Like, after all the NDAs, and then he's like, oh, fuck. You did it before you signed all those NDAs. Mm-hmm. You sold it before, and you've just been pretending this whole time. Well, and he was such a fucking dick. Like, I'm, I highlighted a ton of stuff. I'm not fucking saying it, because it no. fucking sucks. And you just have to read the book and deal with the heartbreak yourself. Like, no shit, it's scorched earth. I can't, I honestly, like, I know this is a romance, so, like, they're going to end up back together. I don't think I could come back from this. I don't know either. I think it would be really, really Especially hard. a new relationship like this. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking guess what? This your is parents how you can, lash out? Your fucking parents can see the baby, but, like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. want you in my life. I know. Yeah, he's real. He's she leaves. He's warring with him. No, she doesn't leave. He's warring Not with yet. himself and being like, mm-hmm. you know, she wouldn't do this. And then he's like literally saying out loud, no, look at the data. Look at the data. Like, it's all there. She did this. And she's like, go. I am not a liar. I'm telling you, I did not do this. And then finally he says, get out. Get out of my house. He kicks her out. Huh? And so then she acquiesces. Well, no. Leaves. She's so he says, get out. And she says, I always stand my ground always. And that's the only way I've managed up until this point. But I can't stand my ground in this moment. I run. Mm-hmm. And then she's fucking pissed at herself because she's like all throughout the book. She's been like, I keep my heart to myself for mm-hmm. a reason. And it's because I've been burned so badly in the past, which like boy fucking howdy yeah we're about to find that whole shit out yeah and she leaves she's like i cr- I'm, she goes and she's she cries. she hasn't cried and yet she's literally on the side of the road yeah hugging a tree yeah i don't know why it fucked me up so much <laughs> that like it specifically like, said that she was hugging a tree mm-hmm. sobbing and i don't know why that fucked me up as much as it did I mean, it's vivid is why. Yeah. So she ends up going back to Indianapolis and she's staying with her boss in like their mansion. And three days later, she says that like, so knock, knock, knock. The boss's <laughs> husband is a Russian hockey player and he doesn't like He's speak so incredibly Does he good have, English. Did they have a book? They're the book right before this. Yes. Oh this is the, my god! Isn't this like the brutal bosses series? I think is what it's called. Something like that. See, I so I'll listen. Are you ready for a confession? I read this book out of order because <gasps> I looked at it 
And this book is literally called, what is it, 50 states, 50 loving states, Oregon, which means there's going to probably be 50 interconnected fucking books for every fucking state. That's how I took that. There's already like 40 of them. That Not really, I but wonder it's like if 30 it's, of them. Are they all by Theodore Taylor? I wonder uh-huh. if it's one of those. Oh, really? Hot. Yeah. Anyway. At least like the min- no the minimal research I did because I was like Sabrina you cannot go down this rabbit no. hole because you will end up reading yes all of them yeah don't do it anyway he doesn't speak super good English and so she's like I really think he might be like n- not saying what he's saying when he gets on the intercom and he's like hey go is here and she's like wait, you mean like Rodrigo Gutierrez, the guy I married? And he's like, yeah, he's at the front gate. What do you want me to do? And she's like, holy fuckballs, I guess I'll take care of it. And she's pissed. He's so cute, though, because she she goes out and he's like, Nyla, I didn't expect you to come out. Like, let, like open the gate let me come in so we can go inside or like why don't you come sit in my car and she's like no no no. why are you here tell me why you're here and he says well upon further investigation it does look like the bank account while it's in your name is not actually like it doesn't belong to you and so as a result i have decided that you didn't do this she's like no shit, Sherlock. I told you I didn't do it. And then bing, boom, bong, confession time with Rodrigo well, Gutierrez. Wait, but first he says, he says, and so I do, I do think it's, it would be good for you to um, come home with me. Just come, come back. I think that you should come back and, and we should be together. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, it follows logically. Like, you didn't do this. I made a mistake. I'm here to make up for it. And then we're going to go back to Oregon. And she's like, you can go fuck yourself. Like yeah. you, she, I mean, I think she literally says what you said is scorched earth. She does. And I'll be honest, um, this highlight is so long that not only did the Kindle cut me off <laughs> in my export, um, but also I literally cannot find things out of here because it's just too much. It's so but, much. Can we tell them what we find yeah, out? Yeah, he he like takes a minute and then he's like, "Okay, I think I have you're to tell you." Fucking be, you're gonna be so mad about this. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "This has been a plan at Thanksgiving. You, you there's a the Nyla, Nyla plan. plan." She's like, "I told Marco to dump you at Thanksgiving," and she's like, "Why in the world would you do that?" And he's like, "Well, because I knew that you should be mine." Uh huh. He fully the playered her. Yes, that the three of three, the third book in a three book series, the player. Yeah, he players her because as so like he does this also in front of his entire family. So the whole family knows that he he literally and they all agreed. They he says they all agreed that Marco should break up with you and cede you to me. And she's like, and what did Marco say? And he's like, okay. <laughs> she's like, what? what? And and he's like, yeah, you just make more sense with me. And Marco, you, you know, agree. You make me feel. Yeah. And nobody has ever made. Oh, here it is. They're deeply aware that I've, though I've had girlfriends in the past, I've never felt 
I've never felt like this about a woman. Usually when I date, it's for practical reasons. She's bright or we have similar goals or compatible personalities. But with you, I just liked you. From the beginning, I liked you (sighs) so much it scared me. And, like, you stood up for me. And you got all of them to stop calling me burger. And, like... It, uh, you just made sense. And, and so now, he was like, and so now it was a whole plan. Like, I couldn't go after you then because I knew that I had to go back to my company. I had to, I had to develop an entire. Give a reason for you to come out. Uh, yeah. He's like, I had to develop the entire social justice arm of Gobotics. I had to come up with a project that you could consult on in order to get you out here. And then and the then plan I was going to make was... you an offer and let you get used to me. And then eventually ask you out. Well, and then Marco texted him and said, hey, there's a snag in the Nyla plan. Because guess what? That's what Marco was referencing when he said this isn't according to plan. Yeah. And they realized that he probably had that engagement ring because he nope. was going to do the quote yep. unquote. Nope. Nope. Not yet. Is that later? That's later. Mm. So he's like, yeah, he went off plan and he says, I don't think Marco ever would have told me because he wouldn't want he wouldn't want me to go off plan. Like, I think, you know, so she's like, that's a lot to handle. (laughs) That's fucking bonkers. What the shit? Yikes. And Mm -hmm. nothing changes the fact that when I needed you to stand by me. You kicked me out of your house. The Mm -hmm. one time I told you I didn't Mm -hmm. do this, you didn't believe me. Well, and he says, all the evidence against you, and my heart kept pushing me to believe you, but I knew I wasn't in my right mind when it came to you. I mean, I took a vacation. I know. (laughs) It's so good. Anyway, eventually she's just like, this is not happening and I can't do this anymore. I'm really fucking cold. Go home, go. And she goes inside. So Mm -hmm. she's sobbing on her bed. Well, and this is the first time he says, I love you. Because he's hollering behind her. He's like, I love you. You disrupt everything, but I can't sleep without you. It feels like I'm barely breathing without you. You're the only person who's ever made me feel like not a robot. And I need that. And I need you. And like, please, 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 please. And she's like, middle fingers up. Yeah. Because you fucking ruined it. Yeah. you, You shat on my heart. And it was the first time I'd opened my heart since I was a child. Can I say? Yeah. The description of him slamming against that gate. Yeah. Like, let me in. All fucking HB Mary. Yes. All I could think about was that stupid (laughs) fucking TikTok she duetted of me. (laughs) And that stupid fucking meme. (laughs) Like, he was doing that, and I was like, I have so many feelings right now. And then that happened, and all I could see was, let me in. I was like, fucking damn it. You ruined a perfectly good grovel is what you did. did. elevate it? Make it better? A little bit better, I think. A little bit. So anyway, I had to put my phone down because I was laughing. So, <laughs> so she goes in and she's like, she's despondent for days. Alexi's sending the dog in, being like, do a comfort on her, maybe. What? Alexi. Alexi is Nikolai? the... Alexi is not the husband? His name is Nikolai? <laughs> Nikolai. Oh! <laughs> 
short sentence, Nikolai. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. Same guy's putting that dog in there. Yep. <laughs> That's the important bit. <laughs> and then finally, he goes in and he sits on the edge of the bed and he's like, hey, so I, I you know, Sam's not here to like deal with this, but he's I feel so like precious. He's so cute. He's like, I feel like he's... she would want you to talk about your feelings and like, let's, let's do this together. <laughs> let's do this. So finally, and he's like, yeah. Sorry that you're still in love with your dead ex-boyfriend. And she's like, that's not the problem. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. So the problem is that he doesn't love you and he won't say I love you. And she's like, no, that's not like, the problem no. either. He <laughs> says love me. He just told me he loved me. And Nikolai Alexei is getting more and more confused. And he's like, so wait, what is the problem then? And she's like, he kicked me out of his house. Like he kicked me out. And then mm-hmm. Nikolai's like, so I think you might be upset about something that happened before. And I think what my Sam would say is that you were triggered. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> it's so <laughs> like, cute. Yeah, I guess I was pretty triggered. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I, I choose to. That's exactly how she says it. <laughs> And so finally, he's like, listen, kicking you out of the house, that is that is up and down, sideways, just wrong. It's not a good thing to do. But mm-hmm. he did come back and, like, did any of the families come back to get you and tell you they loved you and try to fix it? And she's like, well, no, actually, not at all. So, huh. And he's and like, then, yeah, think about that, I guess. <laughs> I and have then a private Zippy jet Zap, if you need it. <laughs> Nyla Weathers Gutierrez has entered the house because that's yeah. smart house. And she walks in on Go and Sophia kissing in the foyer. Holy fuck balls. And this is roughly the face. Uh-huh. I was making just like wide eyed, cannot, cannot cope. And so Go immediately pulls back and he's like, is not what it looks like. You she she heard you coming in and she kissed me because I think she, she wants you just... to think there's something else going on. And she's like, mm-hmm. that's not quite true. You did kiss me on the couch. And he's like, that is that did happen. That did happen, but it was because I was testing something out. <laughs> to see if you'd kiss me back. And she's like, what the fuck? Why? And he says, because I think she's the one who set you up. Yeah. Sophia, her old foster, her temporary foster sister. So turns out, because we're just gonna we're just gonna do it. Cruise through this. Yeah. yeah. Um that foster family. Wait, wait, wait. What first, happened that night? First, Go says. I don't think that the ring was for her. I think that Marco had changed his mind. He went and told Sophia about the baby, told her that he was going to do the quote unquote right thing. And Go thinks that Marco was going to propose to Nyla, but he never got the chance because of that accident. And then thank you for bringing that back. The thing that I almost said, like way too early. (laughs) No worries. No worries. And then Sophia is like, yeah, because you keep on taking men from me, basically. Take it away, Sabrina. Yeah. So, turns out, the first man Sophia thought Nyla ever took from her or was trying was to. her father. Oh, boy. So, Nyla... She was 
tra- like big trigger warning big child yeah. sexual assault and like, abuse I, and like i were there trigger warnings at the beginning of this book i don't remember I if don't i know. read Not any in the audio book. but like boy i'm just gonna let you know listener like this it comes out of nowhere plot comes out of left fucking field yeah and so it turns so, out yeah that she feels like nyla has always been trying to steal what's things hers from her what's hers yeah and so what happened that night is nyla got blamed because sophia okay wait had wait, a wait. broken let's, arm let, hold on let's back up let's back up because sophia okay. says so Nyla was the foster sister, and Sophia says that um, she had to stop her getting adopted. And so mm-hmm. she says, um, so she, bro- yeah, so she broke her arm. Sabrina, or um, Sophia had a broken arm, and Nyla tried to tell people that her dad did it. And then Sophia and her whole family said no. Nyla did it. Nyla attacked Sophia. She broke her arm. And so we Mm -hmm. can't let her stay. And then we find out that what actually happened is Sophia broke her own arm. Yeah, because Nyla's like with a sledgehammer. Like I saw him come out of the garage with you holding a sledgehammer. And Sophia's like, no, you stupid bitch. I broke my arm. He was just as surprised as you were. Mm hmm. And she did that in order to get Sophia kicked out. Well, and this this whole time, it's fucking sad as shit because as Sophia is sharing all of this, Nyla's going, okay, cool. So, like, you you did your best to ruin my life, but, like, honey, you're traumatized. I mean, like, she's like, wait, no, 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 please don't say that he did the thing that I think you're going to say. And then she says... He, he asked her- me to start prepping you to join our special time together. And, and I couldn't let that happen. And you were being such a slut bag and like giving him looks and calling him dad as if he didn't already have a daughter. And loved him. And Nyla thinks to herself like, oh, my God, this this psyche breaking thing that her dad did to her for so many years has like twisted her up. And real bad. She thinks, oh, God. And so she was like, Sophia, no, I did not want that at all. And then she's like, and then you did the same thing with Marco. You took what was mine. Mm. And she says, Marco's lucky that he didn't propose to you because if he hadn't died in that accident, I would have killed him myself. And then she says, I'm going to make you pay for everything you've done and pulls out a gun. Yeah. And Q, go getting shot. The house announcing everywhere well, the bitches are no, going. So I love it because Go says, Nyla, run. And she wants to stay, but she's like, I'm I I'm protecting two lives right now. Like I gotta go. And this is when the house stops stops being real professional about it. And there's like, Nyla Weathers Gutierrez is running up the stairs. <laughs> Nyla it's so much. And so Sophia's coming after her, and, like, apparently all of the doors in this house are fucking glass. And so she keeps on shooting through things to try and get to Nyla. Nyla's hiding in their master closet. And long story short, it ends up She ends up up grabbing glass and slashing Sophia's throat. Yeah. Because, like, 
She, she was going to kill back her. after the gun. No, like, it, it was going to happen. This is. She was very she serious snapped. business about Sophia this. has fully snapped. Yeah. And then, of course, she runs to go check on Go and Listener. Yeah. The last fucking chapter of the book, mm-hmm. not the epilogue, but the last chapter ends mm-hmm. with Nyla laying on, like, sitting on the ground with Go while he is bleeding out everywhere. And she's like, you have to stay with me. Don't go, go. And he's like, that's terrible wordplay, Nyla. Uh-huh. Not appropriate for this moment at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, then, and he tells her that he loves her <laughs> and he wishes he had said it sooner. She's like, it's okay. Just don't die. Help is on the way. And he says, I didn't plan for this. Uh-huh. And then he shuts his eyes. I was not okay reading no. this book. No, same. I was not okay. And then and it he dies. The epilogue starts. Yeah, the epi- she's like I dream about Go's death. And how like the baby's crying. Uh-huh. And she goes to take care of the, the baby 2-year-old. Yeah, cuz it's 2 years later and she's talking about how she and is so mom, alone. Like they've become a lot closer because all of the tragedy brought the family together. Yeah. And like considering everything that happened. And then like, the mom tells her, I loved them both on the anniversary of Marco's death. Uh-huh. Not the same. You can't ever love your children the same because each one is different, but you love them the same amount. And then she's cradling this child and swaying with her in her arms. And, and she can't think of the baby's talking name. about how she's alone in the house with the For baby. For the first, during this extremely difficult anniversary month, I wish Go was still here. Ah. Oh. I was I was fixing to break up and, with Theodora Taylor. And then I was like, there's no way. There's no fucking way he's no gone. Way. And then she says, my life now is all about rushing from meeting to meeting to ensure Go's visions come to pass since he's no longer here to handle that stuff himself. What the fuck? And that was the point where the last piece of my heart fucking shattered. And yeah. I went, oh, he's he's dead. I was, I was just standing, actually dead, standing in my kitchen, so mad at tears listener. streaming down my face, just literally saying out loud, "No, no, no! Mm-hmm. We have an agreement, a, an agreement between a romance reader and a romance yes. author. We have an agreement. <laughs> I have not questioned, yeah, this hard, same in a long time. Theodora Taylor, how the fuck dare you? Ah, uh, so she wow, puts and the then baby down. don't worry. And then she goes to bed, and there's a man standing there in his underwear. Whoa, she says. Oh, my God. I didn't expect you to come what home. What the hell, go? What the hell, go? He says he came back early for some shit. What the hell, Theodora? Yeah, Theodora. Is what I would like to ask. Yeah. Turns out he's not there because he's traveling a lot in order to open up, like, a new office or some shit. In Tokyo or some shit sure. like that. And he came home early to surprise her. And he surprised all of us. Yeah. he's alive. Because he's not a ghost. He's not a specter. Can you imagine that second chance romance? I would fucking, <laughs> I would fucking stab somebody. I'd be so mad. Anyway, they do hot sex again. Um, yeah, it was great. 
It's great. They're together forever. They're oh, and she's pregnant. She says, "You got to open your heart for mm-hmm. another kid because I'm pregnant again." And he falls off his chair when he's eating ice cream. Because <laughs> they're eating so. <sighs> they're having post-sex ice cream. This is a fucking romance. That's that's all I want, right? God I just damn. want somebody who keeps me stocked in ice cream with a tax-deductible ass. You know? Yeah. What well, is this so hard? God. Yeah, I feel like that's not that many right? requirements. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Sabrina, what is your lady love? My lady love is having a community. Mm. Like this is kind of a deeper. Yeah. Because like, like, I'm not going to go into detail on Pod, but I have lived where I live for six and a half years now. Mm-hmm. And for the vast majority of that time, I could not make friends, basically, because of life things, life purposes, or life reasons. And, like, I've worked through it a lot in therapy. But the fact that when I had that fall and I shouldn't be alone, I had somebody to come take care of me. Mm -hmm. And I've been, like, the other... Actually, you get a double lady love, because fucking find a community and... Love that your people will be like, hey, I think we need to check on your meds. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like people who look out for you and know you well enough to be like, this isn't this isn't normal. And so, like, it's been a really hard couple of weeks over the last couple of weeks of my life. But like, there have been a lot of really good things about it, too. And just that's my lady love. Find you a community of people who care and will drive in the snow when you're not used to snow and ice at one yeah. thirty in the morning because we're worried about the fact that you hit your head. Yeah. It's super wonderful. It was wonderful. Well, because, like, to be clear, I have a community. It's just, just far. Virtual. Yeah. Like, you couldn't have come to take care of me. Right. None of, like, none of my friends could have just showed up. Right. I mean, so when I called to do the, to, like, just have a friend check in, I was so, I was so happy and relieved that somebody was physically there. It was such a huge relief and, I don't know, spot of joy that you had somebody right there with you. It was really, it was really, really wonderful. It was Um, really wonderful for me, too, because, like, Two years ago, well, I guess two years ago, I had my neighbor, but like, yeah. Even on top of that, now I live out of out of town. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the people that I used to, yeah, be able to rely on for stuff like that. I just can't do that anymore. Yeah. I live kind of in the middle of nowhere. And anyway, okay, my lady love. If you don't necessarily want to watch the movie, you don't have to. But I was over at a friend's house this weekend to help her move. Because she is making some really healthy choices and she's putting distance between her and her fairly recent ex-partner. So anyway, I was really, really proud of her because at first they were going to stay in like the same two family house for their kids. And if that had worked, that would be wonderful. But it's not. And so she's like making moves to make their lives healthier. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just find her really, really inspiring in general. But one of my favorite things about her is that when we're together, a lot of times I get like a peek into her personal playlists. 
Mm-hmm. And so one of them right, you know, in the beginnings of her making firm decisions about making her life better, Surface Pressure came on. It's a song from Encanto. And mm-hmm. she was like, she was like, hey, just, you know, just to make sure you noticed that Disney song is not on a playlist for the girls. That Disney song is on my playlist because it was one that of those moments fucking where song. Yeah, she heard that song and she was like, oh, no, I'm Louisa. Everything is on my shoulders. And it was like this revelatory thing for her. So anyway, this weekend, we're like packing up her kitchen and blah, blah, blah. And a song from the movie Ugly Dolls comes on. And it's one of my favorite songs. It's also an excellent movie, even if you're a grown-ass adult. Two of the people who voice the characters are Kelly Clarkson and Janelle Monae. Uh, um, count me in. Are you in? Yeah. Yep. Also, one of those Jonas Brothers is in there. I can't tell you which one. But Kelly Clarkson is part of the reason I realized that I was not straight. Yes. As a youth. So like, yes, count me in. Loving that. Anyway, my favorite song on that soundtrack. There's there's oh, there's so many good songs. One of them is Girl in the Mirror because it's all about like the whole movie is about accepting who you are and celebrating like your body and like whatever whatever form you come in. Just accepting that and not wanting to change for others. And, and like, it's just fucking gorgeous. Anyway, so Girl in the Mirror is really good. There's one called uh, Don't Change. But my favorite one is called Broken and Beautiful. And the main line in the song is, I'm broken and it's beautiful. And I'm Googling. You gotta, I don't know. It was one of those... (sighs) Because, like, the like the world around me has not been as unkind to me as it has been to Sabrina lately. <laughs> <laughs> we all, hopefully. Yeah. I was about to say we all have our moments, but I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping. That you no. don't. <laughs> God, no. Just let me, I'll take, I'll take an L for the team. Yeah. Okay? It's fine. I Because, like, boy, howdy, you have been such a good support system for all of it. <laughs> so, like. Jesus. Yeah, wow. but like my my sort of internal world for the first time in a while has not been very kind to me. Mm-hmm. And hearing that song and like being in the room with a friend that we've, you know, we've supported each other through so much. Like I mm-hmm. I helped raise her girls cuz they were at my daycare and like she is she's so goddamn strong. And she's been through so much, and so have I, right, in different ways. And then this song comes on, and, like, it was this moment where I was just like, oh, my God, we're broken, and it's beautiful. <laughs> like, I, it's okay. <laughs> we are beautiful in our brokenness, and it's done in Kelly Clarkson's fucking voice. Like, <laughs> highly, highly recommend. Um. It's really gorgeous. Anyway, so that's my lady love. I would just like to throw out there that I feel like you and I have like complimentary lady loves like every other week. It's it weird, like right? Nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like our pot lady love is have your people. Yeah. And love your people. Yeah. And you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Anyway. 
love yourself as much as you love post-coital ice cream. Yes! (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) Heaving Bosoms is produced by us, Melody Carlisle and Sabrina Bradley. Editing is done by Melody Carlisle. Our theme music is by the incredible singer-songwriter Brittany Fonts, and our art is by ultra-talented author Kate Pryor. If you like our show, remember to follow us on your favorite podcast app, rate us five stars, leave a nice review, and of course, tell all your friends about us, even if they don't read romance. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. If you want more of us, visit patreon.com slash heavingbosomspodcast. You can also find us on Instagram at heavingbosoms, on TikTok at heaving underscore bosoms, and in our Facebook group, the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. Head over to our website to sign up for our newsletter, get our Reading Embrace printable, and check out my audiobooks at heavingbosoms.com. All right, we'll be back next week with more Swoons and Snark. See you then.